And now, Missed Encounters from the Waffle House. See me a mile later, we've been fighting a bunch, and I ain't quite for sure, but I got me a hunch. Now I know I've been drinking, but I'm thinking kind of clear. This here's the truth, and I ain't leaving this booth until I tell everybody. Ryan, server at Waffle House. You were working the counter this busy Saturday morning. I sat down, and when you approached, I was mesmerized. I could not keep my eyes off you the rest of the time while I was there. Your smile, eyes, and skin are gorgeous. Plus, it looks like you have a very sexy body underneath that Waffle House uniform. I would love to find out in person. Hope you will get back in touch with me and give me that chance. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Got many clients. Hello, world. Come from miles Hello, peoples. Anybody who might be listening for the first time, I hope it's not your last. Welcome to the Po' Boys Podcast. I'm that motherfucker Jody B. What well, it sounds country as shit, huh? Motherfucker. I'm here today with a new episode. It's uh, It's been an interesting week. A couple of episodes ago, I had a guest on, Shane, from the Now That I'm Older podcast. And uh, we talked, and he offered me an invite to this thing called uh, Potter Madness. A bracket-style podcast tournament, if you will. Um, so, I said, well, yeah, I guess let's give it a shot. And we made it through the first round. We're into the second now. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can keep moving forward. It's fun. It's like a competition. So I've kind of been, I guess, asked to maybe be a part of the Potter and Family movement situation. A bunch of podcasters that have tried to cross-promote and uh, spread awareness of each other. So, yeah, we might start using that a little more. Anyway... We've we've had a big week. We've gotten some followers. We've gotten some listens. I think the actual podcast account just got over a thousand followers. So that's awesome. So hopefully I'm speaking to more of you motherfuckers now. Um, we've been accepted, and now we're going to be a part of the ASN Radio Network. So that's awesome. I'm gonna get a broadcast in their on-demand section should be able to find the archive of all 50 episodes thus far yeah man it's exciting it's been a fun week so um i'm not gonna talk your head off i guess let's get down to it uh you guys know i love talking to comics 
and this evening I had a chance to sit down and talk with a comedian from New Jersey name of Dave Hodge it's it's a lot longer than that and he said Hodge is fine you can find him on Twitter at the Hoger H-O-J-E-R but uh just a fun dude we sat here and chatted for a while and had a really good time so i hope that we can uh get some new listeners that's what i'm really so guys if if you're out there if you're listening you don't have to but i'm going to try to put it right in front of you go to the, the twitter account go to potter madness show us some love i'd appreciate the shit out of it if you don't that's fine i'm not gonna love you any less but if you work too you know, it's something new to strive for, and uh, I think it's going to be fun. So, guys, give it up for comedian Dave Hodge. Yes, I can. Wonderful. How's it going, sir? How are you? Pretty good. How are you? Man, I'm sitting here on a Sunday. Listening to to some Bob Seger. I did some chores. And now I'm fitting to get into a little conversation with a stranger on the internet. That's where I'm at. (laughs) Usually we warn people about that, but you know, hey, it's 2018. What the hell? That's right. (laughs) So how are you? Um... Now, I want to get everything straight here, so do me a favor, and uh, I'm going to get your levels. So talk for me. Talk about as loud as you might. Even yell if you need to. So let me see where you're picking up. All right. Well, I'll just talk normally because I don't like to yell and scream, you know, unless I have to, unless there's a real microphone in front of me and I need to rant and rave on a stage as a comedian. (laughs) But I guess, you know, I'm talking to just some friends in Arkansas so we can have a good time. You know what I'm saying? I see your name on Twitter, and it's Dave. Is it Hodge Hoge? Do you want me to say your whole uh, name? I can do it however you like. <laughs> I just want to make uh, sure I call you sir. Well, my, <laughs> my government name is David Hodgnowski, but you know, I my stage name Dave Hodge because you get some places, even in New Jersey. You know, I'm not going to disparage anywhere else because there's people here that don't know how to pronounce my name. So I just figured I'd shorten it, make it easy for everybody. I don't fucking know. I'm sitting here. Let's think. Where we're going <laughs> to jump off, Mr. Dave Hodge comedian yes uh you're you're a friend of a friend of a friend throughout twitter i've seen you kind of spreading the love and it just so happens that this week i'm i'm needing some love because we're working on some some bracket shit trying to uh you know make a little bit of a bigger footprint for the uh, other podcast and you get to be one of my lucky guests to try to drum up some more listenership so i hope you bring your fucking a game I need you you're firing on all eight or six, ten, however many cylinders you got today, 
and uh, we'll fucking we'll make some magic happen. I think. I I'm hoping we will. I don't see why we wouldn't. Now you're you're in Arkansas, right? I'm in Arkansas. Uh, and you, how far are you from Sherwood, Arkansas? I live in Sherwood, Arkansas. No way. Oh My yeah. My friend Phil lives in Sherwood, Arkansas. Your friend Phil. Phil's Afrano. Let me give a shout out to my boy Phil. See, that's pretty awesome because uh, I don't think anybody I've spoken with in a year knows anybody from Arkansas. <laughs> so that's pretty Thanks. fucking crazy. <laughs> and just... I give a shout out to his son Bubba Phil down in uh, up in Little Rock. I'm not sure which direction it is. I just know it's all down that way. Yeah, man. And I'm still stuck up here. I've lived here for 30 years, and uh, I, I've moved a little further out of town, uh, more out into the, the sticks for a few years, and kind of stayed out there, but uh, I've kind of generally been around Sherwood, North Little Rock, uh, most of my life, so this is my stomping okay. ground. Um, you're from, you're, at least you're in New Jersey. Uh, uh, born and raised, bounced around a little bit during the military years after high school, and uh, I settled back. Okay. I went like a salmon back upstream. So let me get this. You said born and raised New Jersey. You did some military. What uh, what branch of the service were you in? I was in the army. The army. Yeah, eleven Bravo Infantry. Man, when uh, what were your active years, man? Eighty nine to ninety two. I was two years old when you were out serving the country, Mister Day of Hodge. That was uh. uh was so wait, really wait, wait. popping off then? I got, like, I'm trying to do my math because I, yeah, yeah. I was in uh, Fort Smith briefly in 91. So. Oh, shit. All right, you're not mine. Not yet. No, no, no. It <laughs> <laughs> could have been the answer. Are you my father, Dave Hyde? Holy balls. <laughs> well, you know what it is? I had a very crazy experience there in Fort Smith. That was the first time I ever had a girl ask me to smack her around and choke her and do you know have violent sex with her. Yeah. Which I'm not opposed to, but I've never, you know, I was at 19 at the time, so it was definitely something new for me. Yeah. And at the bar I shouldn't have been in that I was drinking at anyway, I don't remember the name because it was a long time ago. Uh, I had a good time there, and she was freaking adorable. She was a beautiful little redheaded lady. Uh, she had some issues with the fiance, and they were getting married soon, and she wanted it to look like a rape scene, which I wasn't really looking for, but. Who am I to say no to sex? You know what I'm saying? Oh, see, that sounds, I guess, the upside to, to beating the shit out of a chick from Arkansas is you're not going to lo- lose any teeth in the matter. That's she good. had them. I might have. Uh, what? <laughs> she had her teeth, so she was good. That's what I'm saying. I lucked out with that one. Surprisingly. Okay, so no, yeah. hold on. Now, I'm not trying to get you into any incrimination shit here, but did you yeah, just say that, that basically she staged a situation because she had a soon-to-be ex-husband or boyfriend and wanted you to be the, the husband or fiance and wanted me to be a part of the violence man we grow it, 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 i know it's the craziest thing that's ever happened to me and <laughs> uh at first i wasn't sure how she wanted to play so i was just being like playful a couple you know a couple slaps in the face and stuff and then she started getting angry and like no no really hit me rip my blouse i'm like oh all righty then <laughs> what's a- I was not expecting this. I'm like, yeah, right now. We're going for round two. <laughs> yeah. She wanted only... to go the full 15. I'm like, whoa, wasn't ready for that. Yeah, I forgot to do my cardio. I, I just morning, wanted to guys. spar and she wanted to get in the octagon. You know what I mean? <laughs> I will say this. Uh, having lived here my whole life, uh, I've seen some some aggressive ass females uh, throwing I'm... hands and bodies and elbows and asses uh, all over <laughs> down here. <laughs> 
you guys have the advantage of fresh food. You guys hunt your, your game out there. You know what I mean? I mean, it's not bad. Get us people up here shopping, and you guys are actually, you know, hunting. We hit them with cars down here. Well, yes, I've had some roadside jerky. I'm not sure if they're a sponsor or not, but I'm throwing it out there. I've had it, and it's not bad. You know, I saw a dead coyote in the road yesterday. I've seen so many. I drive a truck, Dave. That's what I do for a living. And uh, I'm out several miles a day, several hours, just just covering ground. It's the same area, so it's not like I'm doing anything new. It can be very mundane, just driving the same, you know, 100-mile stretch the same day. But, uh... I've seen some crazy shit get run over, you know, with dogs and cats and shit like that. I've seen pigs, I've seen cows, different shit wow. laid over on the side of the road. Like, I wonder. Any people left? Not people. I haven't seen a person yet, That's but I'm a hopeful. Good start. <laughs> I'm hopeful. There's been a few hitchhikers that have come pretty damn close. Uh, the fucking I mean, homeless. They don't know folks. the rules of the road. They got to be careful. We've had a, an influx of homeless folks down here. Like they've really stepped their game up, and uh, they're they're catching a lot of the the busy intersections and the stoplights and stuff. And seen a few bum fights, you know. So I'm surprised that I haven't actually seen any human roadkill yet. But uh, I'm hopeful. Now, are you old enough to remember that internet video series, bum fights? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's along oh with God. like. How great was that? It seemed immoral. But I I don't disagree. But it was so much fun to watch. It was like a, a heavyweight UFC fight. Like you know, yes. you know it's not going to last long because bums got no cardio, really. But, <laughs> but there's two of them with no cardio and no stamina, so it was a lot of you know, yeah. a lot of leaning on each other. It's like Kimbo Slice versus anybody. Like it's just it's not going out of the first round. But that first right. round, it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make them fight over a sandwich. That and uh, then they then they went a little too far with the bum fucks. You know what's funny to me with all this PC culture shit that's happening, the stuff you can't say, you can't say retarded, you can't say faggot. There's a lot of things that like have been taken off. Who said I can't say that. People say you're not supposed I, to say it unless you're making a joke. You're a comic. I'll, you get the pass. But what I'm saying no, is, even, no, no, we don't even get the pass. Sometimes that's the sad part. I give you the Some pass. Some people have gotten that far with it, and I don't like it. <laughs> so, homeless people, bums, is the only class of people that nobody really gives a fuck about because they're not saying you can't call people bums. You can still talk shit to bums. You could fucking ignore that, them. <laughs> that's where they differ. You, they, you could say bum, but they, they don't like you to disparage them anymore. Figure they would call you, uh, what, uh, a home, home challenge? You're just an elitist. Yeah, I, they haven't come up with a word yet. That's why they don't you're protect fucking, them yet. You're domestically challenged. <laughs> I like that one. I'm going to start using that one. Uh, that's crazy. But I, I've noticed that. Like, people don't give a fuck about bums. And you say no. bum, nobody said, like, you can't say midget. You can say bum all fucking day. If you say tranny, you better be a mechanic. But bum, nobody, it, it slides every time. <laughs> well, think about it. Who wants to go little people tossing? I want to go midget tossing instead. You know what I mean? I saw a 12-page Facebook article the other day by this uh, a little person who made it very clear, like, why you shouldn't call little people midget. And uh, I don't really care. Like, I'm, I don't have to say midget. Other people were making the point, like, well, how do you classify a group of people if you're just being descriptive? Like, is it, you know, people were making the point, and the guy got all pissed, and he would be like, you need to see 
chat uh, piece number one out of ten and number three out of ten to understand why you're wrong. And he just did the shit for like half a day. People were just trolling him, and he would hit them right back. And it, it seems tiring to sit there and just argue yeah. with people on the fucking internet. But whatever, man. Fight your fight. Hey, if, you got, if you want to get your point across, you got to fight that fight sometimes. You know, I may not agree with your fight, but I, I, be, I believe you have the right to have that fight. So go for it. That's what's up. That's the hill you want to die on. Get it. You know, the, on, the only thing I, with, with the, when it comes to that, it's, I, you know, I understand that midgets don't want to be lumped in with dwarves and other people with other deformities. And I get that. That makes sense. I don't argue that. You know, anybody, because we all lump them in together. Because what the hell do we know? We're not that, not all of us are that bright to be able to tell the difference. All I know is you're fucking three foot tall, and I'm going to call you a midget. I don't know what the problem is. I'm just going with the one big label that's been around for centuries. I'm sorry. I have a two-year-old, and I find myself sometimes having to be very careful because he's hit the parrot stage now. We're Oh, yeah. It's, it's funny to me. I don't think he understands a lot of the words, but he re- will repeat. And I think the thing that he's the best at is if you end the sentence with an explanative word he'll repeat that back so if i say something something yeah bitch he'll say bitch you know or if i say uh uh something something ain't working god damn it he'll go god damn it and it's just like i have to be very careful with what i say now and uh my wife has been getting on to me because i i say retarded not call him retarded you know i just say it's something being is retarded that was brought with i got you right and so i've had her get in my ass a couple times and and say well you know you shouldn't say that it's rude and i say well how about we just change the definition because we've been changing definitions of words forever when i say retarded i mean something is dumb or a retarded person is that or something is gay it doesn't mean it's homosexual it just means the act is just stupid it's gay right it's silly (laughs) or just fun and lighthearted. like with the flintstones have a gay old time you know you have a gay old time don't bring that gay shit to my house dave (laughs) people are so weird these days and everybody's got an opinion i try to stay out of it but i find myself in the crossfire every once in a while uh twitter is a lot of fun for that shit it's a lot of fun for all the wrong reasons and i and i love all those wrong reasons I had a motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> uh, my son's a teenager now, so but but back in that that parrot stage when he was that age, I, I had the joy of having a mom who t- basically taught me how to curse, not specifically, but that's where I learned the, all the worst words in the world from. Yeah, and you know, I remember it was one day uh, she was picking me up from a job interview, and she was you know watching my son that day, and because uh, I, I, I am a single parent, so you know she she was helping me out that day, and she picked me up. Somebody cut her off. And she goes, goddamn fucking jerk off, and started screaming out the window. And, of course, that was the first thing my son repeated right after that. So I'm like, yeah, way to go, Mom. Way to not curse around the kid like you promised. <laughs> I got to be careful. And you know, son, that was the nicest thing she said all day. Right. So if that's the only thing he picked up, I'm, go- I'm doing good either way. <laughs> my mom taught me the word cunt in traffic. You know? My it- mom's favorite was cocksucker and son of a bitch, and always the cocksucking son of a bitch. Cocksucking son of a bitch is strong. That's it's not that, bad. and you know, fuck them right in the throat. Those are some of my mom's favorite phrases. I enjoy a few. Or fuck them where he breathes. Fuck them where he breathes. Yeah, that was a, that was a famous one of my mother's. Ooh, it's not bad. No, I like no some of the classics, man. I really Love enjoy it. bastard. I call people bastard a lot. Yeah. Just goofy bastard, dopey bastard, stupid bastard. But it's. 
In Jersey, we pronounce it with an ID. Bastard. Bastard. <laughs> you damn bastard. You stupid fucking bastard. <laughs> you fucking bastard. You fucking prick. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Black I cocksucker. Fuck a where he breathes. I've been calling people dildo a lot lately, too. I really enjoy that. That makes me giggle. Lately, I think. Dildo. Let's see. So, bastard, dildo, and nipple dick. That's probably my top three lately. I have not heard nipple dick. I like that one. Nipple dick. You you can use that as much as you like. It, I just, one day was sitting here. I definitely hashtag this with you. Hashtag nipple dick. <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, uh, play. Would you rather? Would you rather have dick sized nipples or a nipple sized dick? And uh, <laughs> do what? <laughs> Well, then, you know, I'm, I may not be that large, so I may be there already, so... Yeah, that's what my point was. I'm hung <laughs> like a fucking light switch. It's it's whatever. Uh, I said, would you rather have, you know, two dicks for nipples, or would you rather have a nipple-sized dick? That's a tough one, you know, <laughs> to sit there. I'd rather there. have dick-sized nipples. Dick-sized nipples? Yeah, all day long. Even if they're that small, it's still, you know... <laughs> even if it's a small dick, it's still bigger than most nipples. <laughs> You're going to have good. pinky nipples, at least? Just these, yeah. You gotta, yeah. I don't, whatever. The, I, yeah, they're functional dicks now, Dave. Functional dicks. I, oh, I don't know. I think I would okay, just. What's going on? Sex robots. Sex? Have you seen how advanced they've become? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh my! They're, they're first of all, they look real. I'm not sure whether they're all Asian, but you know, it's not my fetish. But who am I to say no to fucking uh, Asian sex doll? Well, at least they're all small. He can pick them up. Damn. Yeah, you, I, you know, I always a, feel so much thinner around them or that's, larger. That's what I'm like, saying. Can you imagine when they get to Series Five and they have Ar- like Arkansas truck driver chick, sex doll robot, and it's this gorilla. Wait till they start putting you know AI inside of them and they start thinking for for themselves. We're really in trouble at that point. <laughs> and then we'll just have to resort to cloning, just to have sex slaves. This whole sex robot thing has been very popular in in my my shows and uh, other people's shows. It, people are really wondering like what's going to happen with it as far as you know are we going to just stop fucking people uh is it going to be considered cheating by spouses and partners you know are you going to have to catch shit about that like what's what's the ultimate pan out here i don't know i think it comes down to the relationship because there'll be some women willing to let you fuck the sex style so she doesn't have to do the stupid shit and that way you know you're 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 ready you know for for the mating purposes after that or you got that you know you've been married 25 years and it's like, really? You still want to try this? She's like, go fuck the doll. Come on. I- I'm not doing this shit. My ass hurts. You know what I mean? No, I do. Uh, I make a joke <laughs> all the time about, uh, you know, I've been married. Let's see. Uh, fucking ten, ten, three, four, three or four years now. And uh, been together almost ten. And I said, when you get married and you have a kid... It's just like when you buy a new car. After about two or three years, that that fucking mileage warranty's up, and you blow the head gasket, which turns into your wife ain't sucking dick no more once she has a kid. To all you exactly. young men out there, <laughs> hoping to be fathers, take it from from me, a young man, and I, I'm not sure what Mr. Dave Hodges' uh, experience would be, but I bet it's similar to uh, once a woman squeezes the child out of her body. She pretty much doesn't suck the dick no more. <laughs> Not I willingly. don't disagree. Uh, like I said, I'm a single parent, so I have the opposite kind of thing with that. However, when I was younger, I would date a lot of single parents just because they just, you know, want to have some fun love. Yeah. And have some, you know, 
some extracurricular in their life. They don't they don't have time for all the extra BS. And that I'm good with. Seems and they easier. will suck the dick and you know do all kinds of anal because yeah. they don't want to get pregnant again. They're watching uh, the porno now. All this crazy porno. Uh, oh yeah, there's a lot, a lot of stuff out more, there to see. <laughs> more women are watching now. I'm in this uh, the Potter family bracket, and I'm hoping to to move forward. And I decided if I move to the next round, uh, I'm gonna play a little game like a, uh, you know, if you vote for me. I'll let you pick a number between like here and here, and I'll draw a number. And if I get your number, then I'm gonna let you either pick a Super Nintendo game because I got three of each. I got you get to pick a Super Nintendo game, or you get to pick a DVD out of my private porno collection. <laughs> well, I say DVD because I don't have a Nintendo. I never did. That's fine. I don't have one either. That's why I need to get rid of the shit. But they're fun. T- they're That's fun why you games. Give that away. <laughs> they're fun games. It's uh, I got uh, NBA Jam. I got Madden 1994. Like I got some cool Super Nintendo games that I just I never yeah. got the Super Nintendo. So I'm gonna fuck. I love NBA Jam. I know, right? I picked it up and I said this will be fun to play. And then I never got the fucking Super Nintendo. So now I've just had the game for a while now. But yeah, I've I'm gonna make a little arcade style. I fucking suck at arcade. Uh, I mean, no, I didn't. I didn't have video games in my house for the most part as a kid, except you know when my dad found one that fell off the truck. I had a ColecoVision briefly. Then you know I he got mad for some reason, and none of that stuff was around. I, I forget what I did that time. So there went my shot at video gaming. You know it is pretty crazy, and I'm not trying to offend you, Dave. Uh, I know you're older than me. I don't know exactly how old you are, but. Uh... Pretty, I'm old as shit. I'm good with it. <laughs> you're old as you old motherfucker. You got me. I watched um, a show on Netflix that was talking about you know video games as a whole and the progression. Uh, All right. What's that? What was the name of it? Oh fuck! I forget. History of video games, maybe. All right. His history of yeah, I think it's it. It's history of video games, maybe on Amazon Prime, and uh, they go year by year from when. You know, 1981 to like 89, 90, and just talk about like everything popular that came out that year and the the advancements. And it's funny that you say that when you were a kid, all you had were the arcade stand-up arcades, because that's legit how it used to be before they started putting out Atari and ColecoVision and Nintendo and so on and so forth. So that's got to be pretty crazy. No offense to have to be old enough to remember like. Oh, leaving the house yeah games. we're we're gonna go play games we have to go to this building to play only into oh jimmy's got a fucking atari at his house atari what's that oh it's this how thing. many controllers does he have yeah i have i have four controllers he only has one you've literally been on board for the entire development and progression of the video game culture that's got to be pretty trippy dave in a way, it is. You know, we, when we played online, we actually stood in line and waited our turn. So, yeah. Imagine, like, some of these games seen like Mario. You saw Mario for the first time when yeah. the shit came out. I can't imagine. Or Duck Hunt. Oh, shit. Uh, this is me doing a shitty impression of your friends. Hey, look, it's got a fucking Zappa with it, too. We can shoot the <laughs> fucking ducks. Like, you're sitting in your living yeah. room with a laser pointer 
shooting your TV going, this is the coolest fucking shit I've ever seen. We're killing ducks on TV, motherfucker. And that was the first time, you know, outside of the military where I had to learn to adjust my sighting. It sucks that it doesn't work on these TVs. Nah, they're terrible. People that, well, I don't think they work because like a flat screen doesn't have like a, a tube, like a projector, you know? I think yeah. you actually have to plug that shit into an old TV to get it to work still. Probably. I don't know. I, I didn't get that luxury, but I, I got to play it, you know, at the arcade or at the at the pizzeria. Yeah. Is that thunder in the background? No, just some wind. Oh, shit. I was finna say, it sounds like you you riding on a goddamn thunderstorm over there, bro. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. We I thought we were going to get one here. I love thunderstorms. I don't like tornadoes because we get a lot of those. But yeah, I definitely don't envy that. Uh, I'm a fan of the the thunderstorm when shit gets real crazy and it's all loud and yeah. We're fitting to get into that time of the year. I don't know how I end up talking about the weather all the time, but Hello, how did, I'm actually curious about that. When is that season? It's now. It starts uh the beginning of March and it goes until about May. Like mid May. That's when okay. everything kind of chills out, but from now till May uh arkansas oklahoma kansas maybe tornado it's you just really want to be careful you know like don't don't catch yourself fucking around out in the middle of nowhere uh because you might find yourself in a situation y'all get tornadoes in new jersey uh nothing worth speaking of but you get some weird you know frequent like oh wow there was a tornado down this way like really do you have sirens What's that? Do you have tornado sirens? No, we do not. So, if you've been to Arkansas, here's a fun fact. And I always wonder this about people that come from out of town and places that don't have this. But every Wednesday at noon, they test the tornado sirens here. And it's, it happens every week, like clockwork. So most people that live here don't think twice about it. But oh, you know what we have instead? We have the you know the old nineteen fifties air raid horns and that's what it is. The workday whistle horns. We have the. But every now and then you'll get that on a random you know it, it doesn't happen as it's supposed to or any regular schedule. Okay. But every now and then you'll hear that weird air horn at like five o'clock. I'm like, really? We're still doing this? No, that's what they do here. They do it every Wednesday at noon. It doesn't matter where you're at. It'll you'll be driving, you'll be standing in the office at work, and you hear. And you're like, oh shit! Everybody has to make sure it's still working. That's all. If you were from out of town and you hadn't experienced tornadoes or tornado sirens, especially in this day and age, Trump America and all the shit popping off, <laughs> like, I bet that it would be pretty trippy to be in the middle of, I don't know, shopping at Walmart, staring in a parking lot at a baseball game, and then you hear that fucking siren go off, and exactly. everybody else it's around you, right everybody else around you is cold as ice like don't even pay no, any attention whatever it's just a noise I would just get freaked out for a second and look around to see everybody's just acting normal I'm like alright this is just a normal thing here then <laughs> oh man they don't have tornadoes everywhere I, I've only recently figured that out yeah uh, you know we get hurricane warnings but we usually don't get the hurricanes it's just you know well, my family that moved to Florida, they, they have to deal with that shit now. So, 
born and bred New Jersey, have you ever experienced like earthquakes and shit like California? Uh, the big one in 89, I was out there. Oh, no shit. Yeah. And the ground just started shaking? Yeah, it was a little freaky. That's one of the things. Even even one of the aftershocks we had registered at like, you know, four or five or something like that. For an aftershock, that's pretty bad. But, you know, I, we were about an hour and a half south of San Francisco, so still feeling that shock that far away it's, you know freak you out you know especially you're taking a nap and i'm thinking my roommate as he's yelling to me is trying to shake me to wake up and then he's like no no look i'm across the room i'm like what the fuck freak freaky thing freaky thing blows my mind i'd probably shit my pants and cry a little bit <laughs> like, well, you know, everything I, was shaking but nothing was falling down so at that point i was still kind of okay i'm like all right well everything's kind of okay right i'm like doesn't mean doesn't make it that much better, but it made me feel at least a little safer. That it, like you know, you're not watching like in a movie where there's a crack in the building, shit's falling on the floor. I'm like, eh, okay, I'll just I'll just wait this out. You know, a few minutes later, I'm like, all right, that I'm glad that's over. See, I they say that the property values like drop like a bitch when you have crazy like national national natural disasters, uh, floods, hurricanes, earthquakes, shit like that. And, uh, All except for the earthquake stuff in California because their property prices and taxes are ridiculous. Yeah. It's another reason I don't think I've ever made it out that way. It's just way too expensive, man, to think about what we pay for stuff here versus there. I got some friends in California, yeah. and we've talked a little business. Uh, that's crazy. You got to really get out there and hustle your fucking dick off if you want to make a living. Yeah. Or you got to live in some shitbox. There's just so many people out there. I'm, I'm sure you kind of have seen it, you know, oh, yeah. how close you are to like New York City and even New Jersey probably with the uh, the new gentrification model and trying to make everything pretty and dusting everything off and, you know, triple, quadruple in the fucking rent. Oh, yeah. You know, by me, if you the rents are more expensive than mortgages, so... You're better off if you can buy a house. I think you save yourself a ton of money. Here it's the other way around. You know they always try to to ingrain it in you that you need to buy buy. Uh, location is good, but buy the shit. Don't waste your time paying rent. Well, fuck, man. You know the, the rent's decent yeah. here. The mortgages are pretty high unless you're actually gonna stick it out for uh, ten, fifteen years. You, you're better off just renting. So at least if something yeah. breaks, you can call somebody and say, "Hey, come fix my shit." Exactly. I don't know. But at least you know if you own it, you can say, "Hey, come fix my shit," and you'll, you're willing to spend the extra couple of dollars because it's yours. I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions. And I'm not saying that it's a surprise, but just how much comes along with owning a house these days. Oh I yeah, that a lot it's of every people, little thing you get nickel and dime to death owning. A lot of people, I think, are backing off of it. Like they're not following the the standard American dream model: White House, picket fence, you know, shit yeah. like that. And people don't realize, though, you know, having that advantage. Like, dude, I pay, I pay taxes. I have a say in what's going on here. With the, you know, although everybody nowadays has somewhat of a say. It was like, yo, you know, you want me to stay here paying taxes? I don't want to sell this and move somewhere cheaper. You want to have a, you know, like you get a lot of these states like New York, New Jersey, people moving down to Florida and Texas because everything's the taxes are cheaper there. Yeah. There's a lot more space too, if you think about it. Texas is a big fucking state, dude. 
huge. It's huge. It's weird to, to look at it on a map and to think just how long it takes. You spend a whole goddamn day driving from the east side of Texas to the west side of Texas. Oh, yeah. Takes- I was down that way not too long ago. I was in uh, New Orleans for something. I went to go visit a friend of mine in Texas. And it was just, just a short seven-hour drive away. So, you know, yeah. to get to the middle of Texas. <laughs> I remember when, when I was a kid... We went to uh, a trip to Florida. And we made this in the back of a Ford F-150, by the way, back when you could do shit like that. It had a camper oh, shell yeah. on it. And uh, my grandma, she was the queen of just r- putting boards and screws and some shit and making shells. So she, she had built a, a contraption to go onto the back of our pickup truck. And we made like a three-week <laughs> jer- journey to and from Florida um back when nobody cared what you had like that jesus it was me and my cousin the one who later shot me in the head uh in the back of a pickup (laughs) for three weeks Uh, we went to disney world we did some fun shit it wasn't that great you know it was a good time but it could have been way better (laughs) oh yeah definitely i remember the the first day of travel we went like 12 hours straight right we got from arkansas all the way to, I believe, Pensacola or, or Gaines. Oh, yeah. Like we got pretty, pretty well off into the Panhandle of Florida, and then we spent. Which is a fun place to be. Oh yeah, that's you know Destin and, and Panama City and shit like that. The Redneck Riviera. Oh yeah. Um, you got there in a day, no problem. But we get up the next day to travel. We spent the exact same amount of time. We never left the state of Florida. We drove from, I guess, Pensacola to Orlando. Which is yeah, the, you got to go all the way down. Worse, you had to go to Miami. Okay, so the we stayed in Orlando for a week and a half. Uh, then we drove from Orlando to Fort Lauderdale. Exactly. Same shit, and it rained the whole fucking time. The whole time it rained, the fucking windows were fogging up on the car. It was a brutal uh, two or three weeks of travel, <laughs> and you can have it. I would never live in Florida. Fuck that place. Mm. I, I, I used to be torn on that one, you know what I mean? Because, once again, the, the property taxes, everything are a lot cheaper down there. Rents are cheaper. But there's no jobs. So, you know, you kind of screwed either way. And it's Florida. Oh, right. man. You know, but, you know, so speaking of, remember we were talking about the homeless. If you're going to be homeless, that's a good place to do it. I think that's the deal with Cali. There's probably why yep. a lot of their population comes from because, fuck it, it's 75 degrees all the time. At least. Right. Like it's never, That's where you get the homeless in L.A., but the homeless up in San Francisco have an advantage. They get a stipend. What? They get a stipend to be homeless in San Francisco. Where do they get their stipend? Is it like a card they get? Something like that. At a city hall there, yeah. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? They don't have a mailbox. So who are they mailing a they check to? They have to just show up. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's just like uh, how they give out free cell phones here. You just show up and say, well, hey, I'm homeless. I got nothing. And yep. they give you like $50 and go, all right, here you go. Cool. Pretty much. Damn. I heard in Colorado uh, a lot of uh, homeless folks hang out around the airports. And when people buy all the weed and they don't finish their shit up, they just start giving it to like the homeless people. So now there's like uppity homeless folks that hang out and they're like, you know, that makes sense. let me get some cash. Let me get a Big Mac or maybe some weed, whatever you got. So apparently there's a, a large population of homeless folks in uh, Denver now because of it. 
it makes sense. I, I been like to it. Denver. You been to Denver? Denver. <laughs> I've been through it. I need to get back that way because I have a cousin that lives in Trinidad, Colorado, and he's very upset I haven't been out to visit. He doesn't realize that the traffic un- until very recently was a lot more expensive. So <laughs> now there's a little more tourism going to Colorado. I may get some cheaper flights out there. You know what? Now that you mentioned it, my buddy called me the other day. Um, Frontier Airlines, I believe, is the. I've never been on a commercial plane, so I'm not real sure what the name. Like, I'm not. I don't know the company. Frontier's the real one. They go to Colorado, too. Okay. So, apparently, there was an old flight that used to run from here to there that was pretty manageable, all things considered. And they got rid of it after a while. They just brought it back. Like, this month or some shit. So, now, I believe he said you can get a round trip to Colorado, Denver, and maybe, maybe Colorado Springs. Isn't that like another big city there? Yeah, a little further south, which is probably might be my better choice, and, depending uh, on the prices. Hundred dollar round trip, boom. That's not bad at all. That's what I said. Is it a hundred dollars? So it's roughly forty bucks, forty five plus tax. You know, one way. Yeah, so I have to go to Little Rock to get the cheap flight. I'm in. <laughs> that's yeah. It's better than a fucking bus pass. You know, you get there. Oh and, yeah. Uh, that's probably not even that far of a flight. You can get to St. Louis, which is six. Six hours from here in about 45 minutes. So I would like to think you could probably make it to Denver in less than two hours. Yeah, it should should be like a three-hour flight to Denver. So I figure it's about like three to get to like Dallas or San Antonio. I know it's it's five to drive it from here. Oh, you mean a flight. See, I don't know shit about flights. All my uh, distances in driving. (laughs) I, I try not to drive that far anymore just because, you know, I, I've done it way too many times. And it, it just, it, you drive for a living, you know what it's like. Just sometimes, like, yeah, I don't know if I want to do that today. I make my wife. But every now drive. and then, yeah, I find myself, I'm like, wow, I actually did drive this far. I make my I wife. I did a comedy show out in Indiana, Pennsylvania last summer. Uh, and that's, you know, it's like six hours each way. And. People that were I was driving with that were on the show had to be back in Jersey, so it was basically we weren't staying. So it was a lot more, you know, six hours there, three hours for the show, another six hours back. Fuck. It was a full day. No, yeah. And no, I'm like, no. and it's days like that. I'm like, yeah, I'm not too sure I really I want to do this again. But you know, I'm. They they called me to do it again this summer, and I'm like, I think I might. You know what I was thinking about the other day? Trains. I bet I could ride a fucking train a little faster than uh. A car, but probably a little slower than a jet. Definitely slower than a jet. About the same as a car nowadays. Yeah. I assume that they were on like a quicker, you know, because they're on tracks. So they got like a dozen. It's not like they're going to hit traffic. They just keep moving, but they have to stop, I guess. Right. So that's another problem. Yeah. Hmm. So it kind of evens out in that sense. You're on the Northeast. You ever taken trains places like other than a subway, like a legit train, like from one city or one state to another? Uh, to D.C., I've done it once. You just sleep a lot? Is it... Yeah, sleep, breed, whatever. Hmm. Not it's... a big fan of that. You know, I, I, I didn't have a car at the time, which just, is why I did it. You just I would rather yourself. drive myself, though. <laughs> you lock yourself in a cabin and jack off for five and a half hours. You're just like, this fucking train ride sucks. <laughs> I, I did the train cross-country once. <laughs> that was weird. We had to sleep in cars, and, you know, I'm not sure I want to go in the... The public sleeping car. It's the 
the tour bus of fucking public transportation. <laughs> like, no, nah, I'm good, dog. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather not get road raped. Appreciate exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, girl that wants me to talk to her has a penis and all. I'm like, yeah, it's not what I was looking for, though. But thanks. Thanks, honey. No chicks with dicks on a train? Yeah, you know, that, 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 that happened. And I'm like, no, no, I'm good. Thank you. Twitter is a fucked up place, Dave. I saw a Twitter definitely is, and I love it. Saw a chick with a dick the other day, and uh, it's really. I'm. I wasn't mad. I'll say this. I don't care no. if you're a chick with a dick. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I don't like being tricked, and I feel like I got tricked on that one <laughs> because they look a lot better lately. I'll they, tell you that. They a lot more convincing. That's the problem. Yeah. So so this person was standing there with a camera out and had had pretty decent sized titties, had a shirt pulled up and was showing off their abs, kinda, you know, and them side cuts. Yeah. And it started with like a sideways back to a butt shot and then back around to the front. And when it came back around to the front, I I was sitting there watching and I was like Hey now. Good job, chick. And uh, that shit came around, and I saw that bulge in the front of those girl panties, and I was like, whoa. It's like, if you're that much bigger than me, why would you want to be a girl? Why are all the chicks with dicks packing dong heat, Dave? Exactly. I don't understand it. You're packing nine inches. You should not want to have tits. What is up with it? I said it on Twitter the other day. I am a little upset. I. These fucking these dudes who are like, I don't want to be a dude anymore, and they got these elephant trunks. It's ridiculous. You know, I could use an inch oh, or yeah. two. Come on, man, don't sit here and you're like donate a, that shit. Then you're like a superhero who's been given powers, <laughs> and you're like, well, I don't want to save people. This is dumb. Fuck you. Definitely, Jesus. Definitely. I told my best friend. He, he's He's a brother. <laughs> and I said, hey, man, when you die, uh, can I have your dick? <laughs> he was like, what? <laughs> I said, I'm just saying I heard that, you know, you can get donor dicks now. And I'm, you know, <laughs> I don't, as a man, I don't know what it's like to be toting around fucking more than the average amount of dong. Like, that might change my whole life. I said, yeah, that might get weird with my wife because they know each other. And I said, now, and obviously uh, my balls aren't going to match. I said, but... It would be fun just to feel that kind of confidence for a day. Jesus. Right? It would be like having Neapolitan ice cream when she goes down there, though. You have, you know, the different colors and shit in there. <laughs> uh, that would change my name. You know, my do... thing is, I, 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 of course, you know, I'm stupid enough when they have the, when I was in college, I had to ask the question about lipo. Could you trans fat, transplant fat from one person to another? Yeah. And, you know, they basically, you know, because I, I went to one of those medical forums on campus because I'm that guy when I get bored. And I was like, yeah, so uh, what do I have to do then? And basically there was a whole series of tests. They got very serious with me how you have to get in there and uh, the blood type and, and body, you know, the skin type has to match. And I was like, really? I'm like, but it can be done is what it was more, in, you know, impressive to me. So that's usually when they do lipo. They take fat from your body, right? In particular, yeah. yeah. So what you're but saying if I is, do to, it I can take it out and have that, you know, 90 pound guy who wants to look a little bigger. Yeah, have a little jiggly. You can donate. I could donate my fat to somebody that's been too skinny and they hate being so skinny. 
Oh, you're doing the Lord's work, Dave. I would like to think that. Saving hearts and minds. I like Brian, to think I have Brian. stealth abs. That's what I tell my wife and what I tell my ego. I go, they're in there somewhere. They're just hiding. I built like it's a like economical. A I have this party ball, then I have a six pack. Is what I'm saying. That's right. <laughs> I'm built like a gorilla. <laughs> you know, it's close enough. Uh, Do you even make balls anymore? Ooh, I don't know. So I never had a party ball. I seen a pony keg before, like the little tiny kegs. Uh, yeah, like a quarter keg, but I don't think I've actually seen a party ball. Party uh, ball was basically the same thing, except it was in a big plastic ball instead of the metal keg. I remember, so you know, they, they charge like a, a somewhere a price in the middle of what you know for the deposit. Yeah, but you weren't returning it. It was garbage after that. You didn't have to worry about bringing it back and forth. That used to be amazing. I'm not a fan of keg beer. I like it in a restaurant, like out of an actual draft tap. But uh, every time I've had keg beer, it's been hit or miss. Just. I don't understand why the the fucking the technology hasn't advanced for for keg taps. They're just well, you pump this yeah. thing and you fucking hit the button. <laughs> and you know what the problem is? You know, you got a lot of these lines that are cold filtered. You know, or, or left in the cold if you're at a bar or a restaurant. Yeah. Whereas if you're doing it at your house, once the keg starts warming up, you're kind of screwed unless you you know you have that thing dunking ice. Get you a kegerator. That's the answer. There you go. Bam. Or cold. Or a cold plate. You're a, a single guy. Why don't you have? You need to get a kegerator in your house, Dave. You should be doing it really? for all of us who can't. Why not? Like, what is that? If oh, that's if my. I can rank as much as I did, but you know, twenty years ago, I would definitely do it. I think beer stays good for a while. I don't know. It does. They um a few years ago they had uh like a mini glass keg that they were selling. I believe Miller Lite and Coors Light did it. Heineken sells a mini keg too, so maybe it's similar to like a party ball. Party ball is probably a little bigger though. Yeah. Hmm. Are you old enough to remember Aftershock? I've had Aftershock, cinnamon uh, uh, schnapps. Yeah, cinnamon schnapps and uh, hot damn another one. Yeah, the hot and the spicy. I'm like, oh wow. Goldschlager, that's another one. That I have not seen in a while either. Although Aftershock, I saw in Florida around Christmas. I was shocked to see that. I think, um, like I said, I think Fireball is a big one. What is it with weird Floridians and Fireball? Like everybody I've ever known that's been from that part of the country, they just get down to fight. They drink it like water. Uh, of course, it's a little sweeter, and all the girls like it. And next thing you know, the guys are doing shots with them, and they're not believing how drunk they are because they're drinking all this really sweet liquor. And all of a sudden, that alcohol is just building up inside their stomach. They're like, whoa, that hit me a lot harder than I was expecting. I don't know, dude. Fireball. That's fucking intense. Because you drink too much of that shit, you're going to puke. I always think about that when I drink. So I know better than uh, the possibility of having that liquid magma coming up my fucking throat later in the evening. I'm not playing that fucking game. (laughs) The other thing, too, is uh, the precursor to to the fireball was this thing called fire water, which is basically the same thing. It was cinnamon schnapps. And the thing with that is I would drink it and I would feel fine. No problem at all. Second I stood up from the bar, I was ready to fall over. No matter how many shots I had. I could sit there, have ten shots, I'm fine. I get up, done. I have five shots, I'm fine. I go to get up and walk away, done. They say that that's the rule with moonshine here. I don't know if you've ever experienced a moonshine buzz, but they say that uh, it's better to drink moonshine while you're standing up 
because if you sit down, it's the exact same effect. You mix it with yep. Sprite. You can't get or, right back. <laughs> you mix it with some kind of liquid, or even you shoot it straight. You're fine until you try to stand up, and then you get the wobbles. Exactly. <laughs> so being a, a comic, how long have you been a comedian, Dave? Uh, well, I was a, I started in comedy back in 01, and I did it till 06, and then I stopped for seven years. Okay. I've just been back in it the last few years just trying to, you know, get going again. I, You know, I'm taking it a little more serious than I did the first time around because, you know, first time around I was a lot I was very lucky with a lot of the stuff I did and was very happy and then you know I wasn't working I decided hey I have to be a little responsible there's a kid here I'm not working I got to take care of stuff around the house I've spoken now with- uh, my son's older uh, I'm a little older and I'm working again and trying to be a little more mature about those decisions I've spoken with a few different comics and I think that happens um, the percentage is probably higher than you would think of people that get in get to a moderate level of success maybe they're even paying the bills at that point but just eventually you kind of back off of it maybe you get a little pissed off you you fall out of love you get bored give it a rest and then you have to come back and reassess but now you're a little older you seasoned up you don't give a fuck anymore or like you said you've got a kid or something that you've got to strive for to pay for and you're like i'm not playing games i'm gonna fucking I know the equation, and now I have to learn how to use the equation to make money. Exactly. I'm not just happy making enough to make it back and forth and have a few drinks. Right. Well, before, I've heard other comics say basically the the first five, ten years, you're just trying to get pussy. Which right. is sounds phenomenal. <laughs> and, you know, you get into some trouble. I'd like to hear I don't know if you have any just wonderful stories off top but i'm sure that you've already told me about uh uh your fucking your incident with your chick uh, in the beginning of the show (laughs) with her her fantasy so i'm sure that you've got some other kind of nutty fucking story up in there about not through comedy but yeah there's some weird weird stories out there i've i've been lucky enough you know my whole thing is you know the reason they call it getting lucky is because some of the women i wound up with i had really no business being with and I felt lucky to be with them. I got lucky, you know, in the in the most literal sense on both ends of that. Whereas, you know, a lot of times it was just like, oh wow, yeah, I met a girl, blah. I haven't had a lot of those. I, I've made the joke before. I lived out in the middle of nowhere for a couple of years, and that was when I got most of my good fucking in. And uh, <laughs> I had to imagine being those poor women pulling up to my house ten miles from the nearest town off a. Of dirt road and you turn into my driveway and it's just me standing there like waiting to greet you <laughs> there had well, to been a few well, of those how bitches far away was, how far away were they from though uh a few of them uh made an hour hour and a half travel uh See, down that way it's not it's a, it's a whole different ball game you know you, you're up this way and you travel an hour you have so many other options along the way i guess but down there you, you might go a few hours without seeing something for a little bit yeah, well, and so that was, it. you would see the development of, oh, I'm coming from college, <laughs> you know, up uh, an hour away from where I'm at, and then you progress out of the city, you get a little further out in the country, then you turn off the paved road onto the gravel road, <laughs> then you're on the gravel road for about 10 or 15 minutes, you know, then you turn where they stop having mailboxes, 
And yeah. then you make a right. Where the mailbox is on the corner. <laughs> then you make a right onto, it's literally two tire tracks into some grass. And then you come up the way and it's me standing there going, hey, yeah, right here. This is the place where we're going to fuck. <laughs> I've had that happen once. And that girl lives, you know, off the main highway, down a side road. And then I had to go up a dirt road to get to her house. Did you feel like you were going to be murdered? I sort of. <laughs> Hello, ladies. Welcome to my camper in the middle of the woods. I've got Bud Light and a can in this little mini fridge. That's where I keep my pizza rolls. There's a microwave and a TV. You bitches make yourself comfortable in my camper. <laughs> that was that was my game. Here it is. <laughs> what do you mean you got no? You don't like beanie weenie? Beanie weenie? <laughs> beanie weenie in a can, bitch. Beans. That's all you Hell get. Hell yeah! Come on. Sardines. You a little old school. I like, uh, I don't know, man. Beanie Weenies isn't that great. I would like uh, baked beans with hot dogs. It's better. Macaroni I'll go with baked cheese. beans. Either way, it's, I still eat it. Vienna sausages are good for when you're fishing. That's like the you get fucking hammered out in a boat and you can't hardly walk. So it's a good thing you're in a boat in water because you don't have to stand yeah. up unless you have to piss. And then that's a whole nother problem. <laughs> Yeah, unless, it's not a problem if you have your, your your good friend's penis that you borrowed for the day and threw that over the side to pee. <laughs> you know, there's an exception to the rule there. Yeah, there's a, I got this extra eight inches the other day, man. It's pretty awesome. Watch. <laughs> Can I tell you, my uncle told me a story. Um, he was working with some electrician, like lineman guys, out running of a power lines. And he okay. told me a story about a time he saw the biggest dick he had seen ever with his own two eyes. <laughs> so he's looking. There's a couple cats up a electric pole at the top working with the transformers and getting everything situated. There's a giant black man. I don't think he remember he got his name, anything like that. But he was up there working, and he said, "Did he hey. get his phone number?" No, he probably should have. He, <laughs> I think he was traumatized. You know, he got alphaed, and he was like, I don't Yeah, that'll do it. He said the dude was at the top of the pole, uh, and he said, Hey, man, I need to take a piss. Y'all need to hurry up. And then something happened to where it wasn't going to be, we're, they're going to hurry up. So he said, Well, I'm going to just piss then. He said that the dude pulled his dick out of the dick hole of his jeans, wrapped it around his leg, holding it by the tip, and pointed it like a fucking, like a hose and pissed behind him like you know what i'm saying like dick around the fucking thigh and held it and peed behind him as he was fucking sitting up here so he wasn't like peeing towards any of his fucking co-workers and shit at least he was considerate yeah <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a considerate lover right there yeah. there you go <laughs> that's a silver lining hey the guy with the giant cock had the consideration to not point it at me so that's great Right, he's not an asshole. He just has a big dick. Can't get too mad at him. I'm, I'm happy that out of like all my friends and and the different shit I've seen over the years, I haven't been just totally intimidated a few times with my friends' dicks. I had a buddy that jumped out in traffic one time, and uh, his name was Crazy Tony. And all right. Stuck at a red light. He jumps out the uh, passenger seat of the truck, pulls his pants down. And homeboy had a hammer. I just it is what it is. Right. And he started doing like jumping jacks, basically, in the middle of the fucking traffic. 
and that dick was slapping, it was just belly button and taint. Just smack, 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 smack. <laughs> While he was out there, he was doing slow motion jumping jacks. And instinctually, like, trying to make it catch the rhythm. And he was just belly button taint, belly button taint. It was the most disgusting thing I'd ever seen. And, oh, man. <laughs> People were honking. <laughs> My only run-in with seeing something like that up up close and personal was uh, freshman year of football. One of my friends, Jay, who happened to be a, a darker fellow, he uh, he was large enough to impress the other black guys in the locker room. That's how big this gentleman was. And a big old dick. Yeah, he literally, they called him the meat man after that. I had a white boyfriend. Li- literally went to his knee. I'm like, really? I'm like, holy shit. I had a white boyfriend that had a big old dick, and he liked walking around the locker room. And just like you said, one day he got a little bit of respect from another dick swinger in the locker room. They kind of crossed paths in the hallway like like an old Western, just gunslingers walking past each other, you know? And uh, homeboy, my white, my white friend had his dick out, and the other dude was coming down the other side of the benches. And as they walked past... Jeff, as the black dude, looked at his dick and he goes, man, why you got your dick out for? <laughs> and he was just like, hey, man, I'm just here, you know, just hanging out. <laughs> and Jeff reached down with his three, his index ring finger, middle finger, and just jiggled his limp dick. And he was like, what? What is this? Look, look at this, man. Why you walking with your dick out? <laughs> He didn't put him down. He didn't say it was small. He didn't talk shit. He just reached out and like they had a moment like two pit bulls sniffing each other's butts. <laughs> he was just like, all right, then. Giving the old how do you do to each other? His name was Caleb. He pulled his dick out a lot. He did a two handed helicopter one time. That was his his claim to fame. <laughs> Jesus. Not me. <laughs> as long as you're not trying to pull the double dutch rudder with you guys you're good oh double dutch is that the one where you it's not gay i move your arm and you move yeah. my arm we're not <laughs> we're not touching each other's dick i'm touching my own dick man shit but you're just moving my arm see some of those things are fucking crazy disgusting like the the dirty sanchez and all that shit have you right. have you read some of those goddamn Urban Dictionary definitions, Dave? I have one published in there. Really? Yes, punching the midnight squirrel. Please tell me. It's well, it's a masturbation one, basically. It's where you have the uh, the, the late night pleasure of not having anything to lotion up or lube up with before you jerk off and you go raw dog on yourself really hard. Oh. Had those days. I, it's not I, fun. I put a couple examples in. Yeah, I need the uh, the exact. Can I have it used in a sentence, please? <laughs> yeah, uh, I believe the. Uh, she she said no Netflix and chill tonight, so I went home to punch the midnight squirrel instead. <laughs> I believe is the actual what I have in Urban Dictionary when you look it up. I haven't really put. I think I've submitted one or two things there. Um, people are really funny. You know, I, I like Urban Dictionary. Think there's only two that they take. That one and uh, a word called Pigamal. Pigamal? Yeah, you know. She was, you know, she she wanted to go home with, she was supposed to leave with her girlfriends, but they all left her behind and she acted like a total Pigamal with me and my friends. 
I believe is the sentence I had that, that put it through. So The worst one I found is a hot lunch. Do you know what a hot lunch is? Oh, please tell me. Would you like me to read it, or would you want me to get I I don't have the exact thing. I'm good. A hot lunch. Anytime you see the phrase hot lunch again in your life, you're going to giggle a little, okay? All right. Hot lunch is when you take saran wrap. You place it over your partner's mouth. You take your index and forefinger, and you make a cavity into their open mouth with said saran wrap, like you make a little pocket, right? All right. Then you take a shit into that. Ah, so it's like an up-close Stallone. Then you proceed to jerk off, and right when you're ready to fucking jizz, you shove your cock into the shit through the saran wrap, and you bust off in there with the shit and the spit and all that mixes together and that's a it's a hot lunch it's a hot lunch see I I get shit porn it's not my thing shit fetishes once again not my thing loads all over more of my thing but you can't combine the two of them I'm I'm, I'm big on not combining too many things it's disgusting I'm a a simple conservative man I I believe you should be able to either shit or come you you can't do both there's there's rules in life damn it it is the most disturbing definition I've seen on Urban Dictionary hot lunch and anytime you see a best western or a motel six and the sign says free hot breakfast you'll say to yourself well as long as it's not a hot lunch it's better than a hot lunch (laughs) I'll just go to Shoney's it's all right. holy shit y'all still have Shoney's no, we don't have them up here. <coughs> we don't have them down here either. We used to. Uh, Shoney's, Bonanza, Western Sizzler. There's a lot of uh, places. That... Those are two I haven't heard of in a long time. What's that? Bonanza uh, yeah, Western and Sizzler? Western Sizzler. Yeah. Go get a steak and a potato. <laughs> we, um, we're we a, a typically a pretty fat uh, crowd of people down here in, in Arkansas, and we like our buffets. It's just, I think... Uh, mostly Asian buffets are the big thing now. They're everywhere. Well, it's, you feel fancier when you do that. It's cool because they got like a Mongolian grill in there so you can go get the noodles and the meat and they toss the shit on the giant fucking big round cooking surface shit, flat top grill. That's cool. Yeah, so you have the fancy one then. All right. But there's really like, there's no upside to that. It's expensive as shit. And you just fucking eat when you're in there. You eat seven plates of Chinese food. It's ridiculous. Especially if they're charging you extra. Yeah. You can get sushi. You can get all kinds. Now, I I found out recently that if you're going to eat Chinese food buffet, the best thing you can do is go to a restaurant that, like, takes a break in the middle of the day. They do, like, a lunch. Then they take a break and they open again. Okay. That's when you go. That makes when, sense. when they open again, that's when they start making all the shit on the buffet fresh. That's when you want to be there. But other than that, I don't fuck with buffet. I used to be a bug guy, so uh, I don't get down to buffets. I've seen a lot of crazy. I'm like a Vietnam veteran <laughs> with the shit I've seen behind <laughs> the scenes at restaurants and how nasty shit is. So there's a few places I don't eat, and I I just know what's going on in the background. That totally makes sense. 
Chinese food restaurants are like that, dog. They're pretty gross. I'm not being rude. I'm just I'm telling you, I've been behind the scenes of more than twenty, and they're all. Well, there's a the Chinese same. place not in the next town from where I live that has been shut down multiple times for their cat traps. Oh, so man. yeah, I, I totally understand. I, I totally know what you're talking about. I just don't understand it. Like it's why people go there after they've been shut down already. Yeah, that that's crazy. You're gonna get <laughs> diarrhea at the very least. You know what I'm saying? That, that's if you're lucky. Best case scenario, you may shit your pants at the restaurant. Worst that case, you're going to get E. coli or, or some shit. You're going to fucking get <laughs> hepatitis from a crab rangoon. You're going to fucking die. Stop that shit. I went to a Mexican uh, buffet here one time. Got sick as shit. I was just about to say, I wonder if they have any Mexican buffets. That sounds fun. Sick as fuck. Now, oh, I believe it. To my, to my credit, I think it was the condiments that did it. You know, like sour cream, guacamole, and salsa. Not be left out all day. Shouldn't be left out all fucking day. And uh, I think that's what inevitably turned me. But that was a violent evening of vomit and, sh- and diarrhea shit. I made my wife leave me at the point. Uh, we were still dating. It was very early in our relationship. And it was at that good part of the relationship, Dave, where, like... You are able to fart, but, you know... you were No, I'm saying, like, you're able to fart, you're comfortable, and at this point, right. she was just coming over to fuck off and then leave. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, all right. So she showed up to fuck, and I was like, I can't. I can't. I'm, I'm shitting and vomiting. And I'm so vulnerable right now. Like I don't, I don't want you here. Like you got to leave. <laughs> and it was just me in the toilet. And I learned a very valuable lesson that night, Dave. You know what I learned? What's that? I learned why you don't put sinks in front of toilets. <laughs> because in a moment, I had been sitting there, vomiting and shitting violently, and I was tired and dehydrated. And uh, I stood up. To you know, I wiped my ass and I stood up to fucking pull my pant, my shorts, you know. So I stood up and I reached down to grab my shorts and I headbutt the fuck out of my sink, real hard, real real hard, concussion hard. <laughs> and uh, yeah, worst case of food poisoning I think I've ever gotten mixed with a semi concussion. Ooh, that's Mexican buffet. It's not a good. That's not a good uh, combination there. It's a fun story. Oh, yeah. I thought I was dying. <laughs> and then I, I tried to literally knock my forehead back about two inches into my myself. Yeah. Not good. I had uh, the pleasure of my only time, thankfully, of having food poisoning was on the way back from uh, Vegas. Ooh. I, I made the mistake of hitting the seafood buffet. Uh, where there was no ocean available. Yeah, there's no water around there, Dave. Right. That that was the first thing because <laughs> I took the red eye home from a weekend in Vegas. I will, I you know I crawl into work that day and my boss says you know like what the hell did you do and I told him he goes oh good what ocean did they bring that in from I was like fuck I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> That's all he had to say and I'm like yeah I I didn't even think it out. I'm just a fucking retard. I I should have yeah. known better and like when you put it that way. How does anybody eat that there now? I think that's really 
the the reality is if you are balling out of control, then you're probably getting the seafood that is bussed and flown and shipped there on a regular basis. But if you're hitting up the twenty dollar buffet, yeah, you're probably right. getting the shit that's uh yeah, it's been there at least a week. All the extra iodine to keep it going. Mm. I like seafood. You're on the coast, right? Yeah. I got Love a buddy. Seafood. I got a buddy who he might even be listening to the show. We're talking. Uh, I love New Orleans. It's one of my favorite places, and he's going there on a trip. And we've been talking about you know food and attractions and shit like that. And he doesn't like seafood, and I was like, "Get fucked!" I don't know why you're going. <laughs> I was like, "What?" Well, there's plenty of other types of food to have there. At least you have such a you know. One of my favorite places there is uh, Antoine's. I don't know if you've been to New Orleans. Yeah, great restaurant. I've been a couple. I haven't. Okay, so there's Antoine's, and then there's something like is it the Commander's Tape? What is the it? Commander's Palace. The Commander's Palace. There's a few. What are martinis? I know that place well. Very expensive. Very like proper seven course suit and tie fucking places oh, that yeah. we wanted to go to, but it was just a little out of our budget. You know. Commander's Palace. You have to be dressed nice, but they have the quarter martini, so it's kind of worth it. A quarter martini isn't bad. You just get a hammer. For the brunch. Yeah, just, exactly. Just and then you have uh, Antoine's where it, it's a little fancy and they want you to dress nice. But if you go there for the brunch, they're a little more, they're a lot more laxed. So, and the prices are reasonable. So if you do both brunches, you're doing all right. See, we did a few of the, uh, like, I, I can't remember the place. I had a, a soft shell crab po' boy. That's an experience. If uh, you've never had a soft shell crab, fucking oh, I love soft shell crab. Do that shit. You just eat it. You don't have to do shit else. You just—it's a whole crab deep fried, and you just crunch through that son of a bitch. I love it. Soft shell crab oysters. There's a place called Drago's in the the uh, Harris Casino. They do charbroiled oysters like a Rockefeller style. Yes, they're, they're really good there. They're pretty fucking good. We stayed in Bywater. You, are you like New Orleans? You been there a lot? Uh, I've only been there seven times. <laughs> but only three times for Mardi Gras. I've been to one Mardi Gras, and I've been there either two or three different trips. I, I love it, man. It's one of my favorite places. It's it'll keep you on your toes. I think yeah, you have to respect New Orleans, and that's what I told my buddy because uh, we stayed in Bywater over in the Meringarney district or whatever you want to call it there's a few good spots we went to vaughn's bar over there had jack Jack dempsey's elizabeth's cafe like there's a few places that we really enjoyed while we were there there's some good places to enjoy and then some other places you go just to have the gator nuggets well i had pizza that fucking blew my mind there's a place over there in that that area within walking distance we were at the, the intersection of bartholomew and bergant it's not Burgundy, it's Burgundy. They fucking correct you if you say the shit wrong. Okay. Uh, down there, there was a pizza place, and they served like, the giant fucking New York-style pizza. I've never seen pizza that big. It blew my fucking mind. And, uh, yeah, who'd have thunk it? Pizza in the heart of New Orleans. Yeah. See, now I have to go there. I have to hit you up next time I go. Yeah, man. Uh, fuck it, it's... it's I can tell you whereabouts. <laughs> it's it was a wonderful enough. experience. So Marty, remember Gras, the name of the place? I'll look it up. 
I just I know it's in the Bywater district and it's it's a pizza place and there was only one. There's only three or four little restaurants. There's a place called Jack Dempsey's that we went to that was uh like fried so fish. Find Dempsey's and then find the pizza by it. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth's Cafe. You can get you a classic New Orleans style blooded Mary, uh, with all the green beans and celery and shit sticking out of it. Nice. Get you a crab eggs Benedict. Pretty good, man. And now you're just making me hungry. I'm hungry too. <laughs> I love New Orleans. You been to three Mardi Gras? Yeah. How was that? You got any good? Uh, got any humdinger? I was still in that? my wild phase of life, so yeah, it was a lot of fun. Oh, Dave, you got to give me one. There's got to be something because I remember I saw a lot of titties. Uh, I got another incident of food poisoning. I had 24-hour Taco Bell. I told that story on my show recently, and uh, that was one thing. I had a guy that wanted me to eat his wife's box right there on Bourbon Street to get one of my big pink panther beads. So... Uh, so I want you know she let me earn those beads to give her I guess. Did he get his beads? I, I gave yeah I did that Fuck I did yeah. that and I I wish I had some of these pictures and videos. I, you know it's a, it's a it's a tough thing when you're torn. It's like I'm glad nobody could see, it, but I would like to have them for my own personal memories. You know what I mean? I have a few pictures of Mardi Gras, uh, just you know amidst the crowd. They're not great pictures. Some of them are just people just crowds of people doing weird shit uh yeah women with paint all over their titties you know people on people's shoulders them. Uh, i got one picture of a giant man who got his ass whipped by like six fucking cops and thrown into the back of an ambulance i got a picture of people being thrown in the paddy wagon yes people on horses escorting folks out at like four o'clock in the morning uh so the deal is to anybody who hasn't been to, to Mardi Gras, uh, they kind of fucking do. It's amped up on Bourbon Street year round. I don't know if you'll see titties a oh, lot. Yeah. You might, you know. I haven't been down there in the wee Every hours. Every now and, and then I, you do. Yeah, but you just pulled your titties out. It's okay. So the deal is, is there are tons of tourist shops in the French Quarter that sell, you know, three dollar T shirts and custom beads. You can get beads with fucking uh, cartoon characters and weed leaves and football teams and and literally it's a whole wall of every nationality sizes. flag and they range anywhere from a dollar a strand or less 20, to 20 50 there's 75 dollar beads that look like christmas balls you know hanging on yeah. these things <laughs> and the deal is is in new orleans is you collected the the beads and you pass them around. People would do crazy shit for giant, intricate, you know, neat looking, amazing beads. So yes, well, oh you, yes, other people will as well. If you spend a little bit of money, or you happen to to find a good way to get some cheap, awesome beads, or if you're smart enough to stop and slide out at one of the shops there right before you get into town, you'll be all right, dude. <laughs> It's just as good as <laughs> currency, and you can see all kinds of titties with, if you've got a special kind of necklace that's awesome, they'd be like, oh, shit. And you'd be like, all right, you kiss her pussy. Cool? Exactly. <laughs> and then that's what happens, and then you go, here's your fucking... Finger your friend, and let me smell your finger, and I'll give you these beads. Okay. He- here's your beads. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to go have a sandwich. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, everybody should go once. I have I wasn't but old enough. To the novices out there, make sure you get there on Monday 
because the weekend is just so crowded. Oh, you, man. you may not even enjoy yourself. Mardi Gras would be fun once, but I definitely would say with, you know, that, that city's been through a lot of pain in the last few years. And, I mean, they're doing okay. Oh, yeah. They're getting it together. But it's still a, um, a very active, uh, very poor, you know, poverty-stricken part of that city. And, unfortunately, if you go down there the wrong time of the year. That's the whole and, state, unfortunately. But, you know. If you don't keep your wits about you. You, oh yeah, you can very easily find yourself in a situation. So I would say to anybody, party but drink responsibly. Have an Uber car. Like don't be walking around at two in the morning. You know, yeah. or spend the extra couple dollars to have a hotel where you can walk to. Yes, or get the balcony suite. You know, what I'm saying don't don't leave. If you have the money for the balcony suite, I highly recommend that. Have you done that? <laughs> have you done the balcony stay, Dave? No. But I I went to one of those places where they'll, they'll let you walk up onto a balcony at one of the bars. Never, like Tropical Isle is good for that. You go over there and you man. go up. You can walk on their balcony and throw stuff down, and that's fun. Now that's the ultimate god position. Yes. Like a fucking baller. You just stand up there and you're like, yes. Yep. <laughs> you get the cheap beads, the fucking the ones that barely even stay together, and you're like. Show me something. <laughs> you just throw one Show little bit. Show your tits. You want to come up here? Great, <laughs> more I love it. Every like everybody should do it once. New Orleans, baby. They're fit to have. This way. It's a fun city any time of year, but if you can make it for that, I highly recommend it at least once. I went in April. The last time I went, and it was really okay. nice. Um, unfortunately, it's the time of the year. Festival, is it? It was uh, the week before the Blues Festival. Okay. They were setting up for it, and I got excited. I go, what the fuck is this? And then I, I didn't know anything about it. But it's it's fun. If you got a family, That's there's stuff to do, too. Most, uh, you know, attraction that they have there. The Blues Fest? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it would be fun to check out once. It's another one of those things. I really like Doctor John. He's like one of my favorite musicians. And, okay. Uh, I the only reason I know about it is because apparently he's like a staple of the Blues Fest. I know about it because my dad uh, was he's not was a blues singer, but he enjoyed the blues and sang a lot of blues. And he used to do op and stuff. And he was good friends. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Cool and the Gang. Yeah. He used to get high with J.T. Taylor. Man, you got a fucking, you got a big footprint, man. I like to cast that wide nut. That's what I'm about. I think it's good. I think it's cool that uh, you're a comic in this day and age. You've decided to kind of to get back around and and hit the road. As it became harder, it's great. I think. It's true. Yeah, you're kind of fucked nowadays. People have made that point a lot. Just being a, a white dude telling jokes, you got to be bringing some heavy fucking heat. Where um, where can people find you at, Dave? Anywhere uh, locally? You got any dates coming up or anything like that? Uh, I'm going to be at the Meadowlands uh, Comedy Festival at the end of April, the 24th through the 28th, I believe it is. Yeah. You can look that up on MeadowlandsComedyClub.com. You can find me on Twitter at The Hodger, or just look up Dave Hodge there or on, on Facebook, H-O-J. Wonderful. Well, dude, I think I'm going to uh, 
try to get situated with the baby. I'm gonna go to the grocery store and do some dad shit. I got you. Um, it's been a pleasure getting to talk with you. We've been talking for like an it's hour. It's been an honor and a, a pleasure. I had a blast, man. It was great talking to you. We'll definitely and keep hopefully in touch. we could get together with Tony sometime soon. Yeah, man. No, it was. Sorry about all that. We kind of got fumbled up and. Hey, it happened. Hey. Man. It's not the first time, not the last time. There's. <laughs> We have plenty of life ahead of us. We can get that done again. That's right, man. Well, hey, you have a wonderful Sunday, Mr. Dave Hodge. And, uh, All right. I'm going to do the same thing. You too, man. Enjoy. God bless the family, man. All right, buddy. Thanks. So that's my, my sit-down with comedian Dave Hodge. You can find him on Twitter at the Hoger H-O-J-E-R. He's a funny guy. And... Uh, He's got a bunch of dates coming up, so check that shit out. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm way down here in the Southland, so I'm probably never going to be close enough to catch you in person unless you bring your old dusty ass down here, and then I would definitely make the effort. So salute to you, Mr. Dave Hodge, and uh, we'll catch your ass down the road. Keep in touch. Let me know how you're doing. And uh, you guys be sure to go and vote. Push the button the po' boys podcast in the Potter madness bracket uh that's happening right now and uh yeah man we've been doing some good work um me and my wife have been talking we might try to do a few more episodes we might air out some of our fucking dirty laundry on the internet so there's some shit to come uh we got a guest appearance in on the wheelbarrow full of dicks internet radio program uh this past month it was a lot of fun. Got to hang out with Mike and Travis and Scav D from the Fake Ass Radio Show. And, I mean, it's been a good month. And springtime's coming. It's only going to get better. So, I guess I'm looking forward to it. Let's start this shit off with a bang. You motherfuckers, get out and vote. Let's try to build a network. An army of motherfuckers. That's what I'm looking for. So... Yeah, speaking of motherfuckers and my army, did an episode with my brother from another mother, Mr. B-Rob, down in Houston, Texas, holding it down, at It's B-Rob on Twitter. His latest episode, we listened to some voicemails from Hoppy Rogers. It's just a, a family affair. So you guys, welcome to my family. Get your ass in and meet some of my crazy friends. And uh, try not to hurt yourself. But until next week, I'm that motherfucker Jody B. And this is the Po Boys Podcast. And you bitches better come back. And keep coming back. Or I'll find you. <laughs> All my friends are eating steak, it's slow. Wait for them to ask you who you know. Please don't make any sudden Guns at the door doesn't mean our brains will change From hand grenades 
You love another psychopath sitting next to you. You love another murderer sitting next to you. You think I'd get this sitting next to you? But after all I've said, please don't forget. Outside is very well. They say newcomers have a certain smell. Yeah, trust issues, not to mention. They say they can smell your intentions. You love another freak show sitting next to you. You love some weird people sitting next to you. You think I did not get here sitting next to you? But after all I've said, please don't forget. Just to stay away 